Welcome to the Access VFX podcast, pursuing inclusion, diversity, awareness, and opportunity in VFX, animation, and games industries. Hi, I'm Simon Devereaux, founder and director of Access VFX, bringing the visual effects, animation, and games industry together, working towards a shared goal to make our industry more diverse and inclusive by taking action rather than just talking about it. Welcome to the Access VFX podcast. We're here um, to focus on working parents. And on this episode that we're eloquently calling Meet the Parents, we're focusing on VFX mums, I think is the, uh, the diary invite that I sent everyone. So before we get stuck in to my, my rambling intro, uh, I thought we'd do introductions first and see who's sitting around the table. So shall we start to my right? Right, yeah. Um, my name is Chrissa Sanders. Um, I'm the lead uh, production technology project manager for DNAG. So I manage all of the project managers in the production technology group. Hi, I'm Elaine Kieran. Um, I look after the Clarice Tools team in DNAG. And uh, we're a much smaller team than Chris's, but we're still a, a little team. So. Amazing, thank you. Hello, my name's Alice Mitchell, and I'm a compositor at DNAG. Cool, thanks, Alice. Hi, my name's Judy. I'm at DNAG too. I'm a compositor as well. Hi, I'm Nene, I'm the ECD, and I am the co-founder of We Are Stripes and uh, one of the non-executive directors for Access VFX. And I should shout out Tom Box, who's here as well, because he might chime in. He's recording this for us. <laughs> He's also a non-exec director of Access VFX. Hello. Too. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, so working in visual effects, right? So predominantly a DNEG kind of crew here. Obviously, Nene is here too from We Are Stripes, and uh, we have Blue Zoo represented with Tom and myself from The Mill. Um, but working in visual effects reputationally gets associated with long hours, managing kind of quite heavy-duty client relationships, director relationships. There's a kind of social life thing implied with our industry, kind of an, al- quite an alcohol culture, if that's fair to say. Um, and what I've kind of written down here is an imbalanced work-life balance or an assumed imbalance to that work-life balance. So why on earth would you want to be a parent in this industry? Um, it would be good to know uh, a bit more about you guys in terms of your your motherhood position. I mean, how many kids do you have? How long have you been a mum? Can I start maybe to my left and go uh, yeah. in reverse order from earlier? So, no, no, how, how, many, how many kids have you got? I in have two children, uh, a boy and a girl. My son is the oldest. Um, my son is eight and a half and my daughter is seven. So, yes, okay. very, very close in age. Totally unintentional, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and just out of interest, why did you volunteer to join this episode? Because we, we did a big call out to industry. So, why did you step up and go, right, yep, yeah, I'm in, I'm going to talk about this. I think because in, in, in the case of you know working within the diversity space and whatnot, yes, there can be an emphasis on entry-level talent and junior talent as well, but mm. they need, parents need to have a voice. You yeah. know, it's another part of your journey as, within your career as yeah. well, and it does change everything. So I just thought it would be interesting to kind of give a point of view from a parent as opposed to someone who works in diversity or an art director awesome. or someone who works in advertising like I usually do. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Annie. Judy, what about you? Um, I've got three children. Wow. So I've got my oldest is just about to start secondary school, my youngest is only three. So mm. yeah, I've noticed there's a real difference in in the work sort of working patterns you need for different age kids. Cool. And why did you step up to uh, join this podcast episode? Well, I just thought I didn't actually realise any other company did part time work apart from DNEG. Oh, okay. And it seems to work at mm. DNEG. Okay. I mean, it needs a bit of. Um, bit of planning I think but um, there's quite a few part-timers but it's the only company mm. and um, I thought maybe we could 
get the story out there that it could yeah. be possible. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's not just me and Alice. Alice was yeah. a trailblazer. She was the first one to go part time. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because my oh. eldest is 13, so oh, really? literally was that many years ago that I never thought really doing this job that I could do it part time. Mm. And then we brought it in job share with Debbie and we decided we asked and then we did job share and first one spring yet and since then there's loads now that really? are part time. Yeah. Mm. But I've got two daughters. The other's ten as well. But yeah, it still works fine. I really like still being part time three days a week. I just find that's a nice juggle of both them, mm. being able to work and be a mum really. So Fantastic. yeah. Great, nice. So we'll move on to Elaine. How about you, Elaine? Um, so I have two kids, I have two girls, um, seven and three. And for me, um, like I joined the industry when I was like 21. Mm. And I was so far away from being a mother, it never even occurred to me that it would ever be a thing. And then suddenly, you know, got older, got yeah. interested in having kids and thought, wow, like, is this, do I have to make a choice between my job and yeah. actually having kids? Um, I didn't. And I kind of thought I'd wing it and then mm. when I went to go back to work after maternity leave it was um it wasn't presented as an option but it was something that I kind of yeah. asked about and it was like oh yeah some people do do it so mm. it is that kind of idea of you know getting the story out that actually yeah it is it is yeah. a thing yeah. yeah even though it seems like it's not yeah. yeah when I started at MPC it was probably 16 years ago wow and um they just, I just wondered where everybody went when they had yeah. kids. Just didn't <laughs> see. It, was like just left, yeah. Yeah. it was a really young yeah. industry anyway, wasn't yeah. it? There weren't yeah. that many yeah. older people in it full stop, so I yeah. think maybe that's part of the problem, that yeah. they haven't got anyone to, they haven't had anyone to sort of follow. And the industry much. is growing up. I mean, we're all yes. getting older, we're all having yeah. families, clients are yeah. having families, so there has to be some shift, right, yeah. inevitably. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so Chris, let's not forget you. Um, tell yeah. us a bit about your uh, situation. Yeah, so I have um, a boy and a girl um, as well, and the boy is nine, my daughter's seven. Um, and for me, I wanted to be here. I work full-time. I've always worked full-time, um, but... I used to be in production, so I actually started when I was 26 at DreamWorks, mm -hmm. and I was a production coordinator, and I moved up, I was a, a resource manager, and then when we decided to start a family, I really thought about the number of times I'd had to stay late, because I got calls from crazy producers who wanted to change their travel <laughs> for the recording session with Chris Rock, or blah, 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 all that stuff, and I thought, I just, I need a little bit more control, um, yeah. and so I ended up transitioning and sort of stepping down um, into an associate PM role at ILM. Mm -hmm. uh, and I started my first day, I was seven weeks pregnant with my son. Uh, and, and so I, I made a conscious shift to stay in the industry, but to find mm -hmm. something different, which I now love, but I've been doing it for a number of years, yeah. production technology. But it was definitely a conscious decision because of yeah. becoming a mother. Okay, um, so let's start with you, Krista, then, in terms of making it work, then. So you work full-time? I do, yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you balance motherhood, family life with, you know, a, a pretty heavyweight senior gig, right? I mean, you've yeah. been in the industry a long time, so how do you... Yeah, do you I mean, um, it, it, like, like we alluded to earlier, it, it, your child's phase of life um, really determines your workload with the child and what you can do to mitigate it. Um, luckily, at ILM in San Francisco, they have a daycare on-site which was, I mean, I, I can't even, you know, when my kids graduated, I wept because they weren't, they were in the building with me. I could go down and hold yeah. them when they got up from naps. I could, wow. you know, I could take them to lunch and like my son still calls 
Uh, it refers to Darth Gator and Lola Fett as some of his childhood <laughs> friends that he used to see in the hallways. Um, but also, like, Lynn Wynn, who's the, the head of now of all of Lucasfilm, um, she had a son one year old than my son, and they were in nursery together. So Island was really starting to grow up in that mm. phase where everyone was having kids, and I'd be in meetings with people and go, your kid bit my kid. And, you know, so we were all kind of trying to figure it out together. And, um, but I remember a day when my son got a high fever and I could not leave. I was in the mm. middle of um, just some really important um, meetings and yeah. I had to have my husband drive uh, an hour and a half up to the city to pick up my son because wow. I, I couldn't just take him yeah. home. And I felt horrible. And, and the reality is that there's times when you get so busy at work and you get so busy at home that you feel like you're failing at both of the most important jobs. Yeah. in your life yeah. and both of these jobs are jobs that you really want to yeah. do yeah. the best you can yeah. do um, so you just have to kind of every day make the best decision at that moment yeah, yeah and that's that's kind of why we asked the question here is it's about you know everybody I mean I've only been in industry for six and a half years and everybody's so passionate about the work they do and I'm, mm-hmm. of course your family comes first of course your kids come first but you know we all want to do the best work of our lives right and you know, the present company accepted here so um so, uh, Chrissy, you're, you're full-time, and uh, I think we have job shares represented here yes. and part-time workers, is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah. So, Elaine, you're part-time, right? Yeah, so I work three days, okay. uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. How do you make that, that balance work? So, um, when I went back to work after my first, um, I was a shader writer, and I was, DEG was still in the, in the position where it wasn't departmentalised so much. People kind of put on a show, yeah. and you worked for the duration of the show doing whatever. And so being a shader writer or a pipeline person on the show is really fundamental because stuff changes every day and you need to iterate over it every day. Mm. And so I came back and I was like, how am I going to do this three days a week and then just leave for two days? Um, and so what DLA did was they actually found a project for me that needed um, some, it was quite a long running project. It was, one of, it was the, the Harry Potter ride for Universal Studios. So it had a much longer time frame. Wow. It didn't have quite the quick iteration that normal projects do. And they needed like a shader writer, pipeline person, but not every day. And so that kind of worked out and that was great. But then that work, that project finished. And what I realized then was actually um, giving, being given the space to just do kind of R&D and less kind of immediately urgent work was what would work for me. Okay. Because I come from a software development background. So I was quite lucky that I had that option. So I kind of crossed back completely into the R&D world and just stayed there because it's easier to plan and, you know, you can, you can share your, your, your workload with people, other developers, kind of, yeah. and you can share the support. It's not kind of as, um, as, as tight as, as production. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm quite lucky in that respect. Mm-hmm. And there's a support network there internally, you know, not, yeah. not necessarily just family and, and loved ones, but, you know, that, that crew of yeah. R&D folk. It, exactly, yeah. And then my, I'm quite lucky because my other half, um, he has, pro- like, really flexible working. So he, we can, we can juggle pickups. And my little one is still at nursery, so that's a bit tighter. With school, obviously, they're bigger. Yeah. They're more robust. You can kind of leave them for longer. But with nursery, there's a lot more of those phone calls. Somebody's been sick. You have to come and pick them up. Yeah. And you've got no choice. So at least he's got flexible working. But like DLEG have always been really supportive of just saying, yeah, go. Like You have to go. You can't stay. You've got to go and sort it out. So. Well, it helps when there's that balance between you know, the two partners, I guess, you yeah, know, whether, but, you know, in terms of your, your, your significant others. Because um, there are a lot of businesses out there yeah. that still are struggling to embrace the concept of flexible working. Mm. Um, so to have that kind of yin and yang a little yeah. bit, is, obviously, is going to be super helpful, right? So uh, Alice and Judy, so you both do job shares. Is that yeah. fair? So not, yeah. not together, yeah. you have separate job shares, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So can yeah. Alice, can you tell us a bit about your, your situation and how Thing you is, make I've it I've been part-time for obviously 13 years and it's been really good, but I've been job sharing probably off and on, so not all the time, but mm. it does work quite well, I think, with a job share as well. I yeah. think just so that, I think as a company, they like it so that they've got always backup of someone to pick up work if needed and stuff. And it just, I think you still have to work hard and prove yeah. yourself maybe that bit more because you are and you work in yeah. those many days. And But I think once people have worked with you, and so you can do the work, you can still get the big shots to do, you can yeah. still get, yeah, the good stuff to work on really, yeah. I guess you have to up your communication game Yes, a I lot, think you right? do, and I think once people work with you, they go, yeah, we'd like to have you again, you know you work really fast and hard, yeah. and always get the same work done in the three days that other people do in five sometimes, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> I think maybe you just know, and you're trying to prove that then, so that's, I think I've got it to work then for that long really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the socialising has to... Yeah, you stop that. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. A little bit. I quite like, I quite yeah. like stepping out of the Yeah, uh, I think the especially if you're at the beginning of the week, you never have like beers on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. I miss all that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and my wife does a job share and she does the, uh, the front end of the week. Yes. She quite likes the fact that she doesn't have to get too involved. No, in the, you miss all that. The more bit. relaxed yeah. kind of yes. segue into the weekend. Yeah. Um, so, Julie, what's your job share situation and how, how do you make it work? Well, at the moment, I'm now doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. But when I first started, um, I was job sharing with um, a friend, and we used to actually share the same computer. Oh wow! So we'd one of us would do the beginning of the week, one of us would do the end, and then we'd alternate Wednesdays and weekends. Mm -hmm. So I'd do a Wednesday one week and a Saturday the other week. So I suppose Dineg were actually getting yeah. use of their computer six I days did that a week. One time. It's quite right. complicated. So, though, that was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, the childcare yeah. planning. Yeah, that is alternate weekends yeah. and things. And half the production as well, it was. Because yeah. you say, like, when you're in each week. Yeah, it's quite confusing. Yeah. yeah. But that was kind of one option, I suppose, yes. if space is quite tight. Yes. But now yeah. we kind of sometimes share shots, but generally you have your own shots. Yeah. But on a similar yeah. sequence. So if you have to pick up from the other mm. scripts are really are much more templated now yes. as well aren't they yeah. so that people work in a much more similar way so it's much easier to swap shots okay. so um yeah it does seem to work yeah I work think so. pretty well yeah actually when i started they did say the key thing is to be flexible and you might not get the big glory shots you have to just do the ones that might not be so exciting that yeah but that's the kind of payoff. But actually, it's changing, isn't it? I they seem so. to be trying to. Yeah, I've never find a sort of. I still get given the big shots. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. yeah, I think they thought maybe the director would want to see them yeah. if yeah. they were the big shots. If yeah. you're worried about them, and they. Because I've even done a few times doing lead roles as well. Yeah. But with yeah. a job share, so yeah. that works quite well. So. Cool, yeah. and, and you you must have some kind of crossover day with your yes. work. Yes, always. Then they do like the Wednesday to Friday, so yeah. there's always a Wednesday as a cover day, which is quite good. Yeah, yeah. And and there must be an obvious benefit. Sorry to interrupt you there, but you know, of having two two heads, a yeah. two-headed compositor. Yeah, I think that it sounds does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it does. Especially yeah. actually as a lead, it did work quite well as well. I think people knew there was even more of us about. So. Yeah, well, that's talent, yeah, right? Definitely. Interesting. Okay, thank you. So I'm not going to forget Nene because no. Nene's sitting to my left and everybody else is sitting to my <laughs> tomorrow. So Nene, you, you have to balance being a executive creative director, yes. the founder, co-founder. Sorry, yeah. I'm picking you up too much. <laughs> co-founder of We Are Stripes, yeah. which is growing and growing all the time, five years deep now, mm -hmm. right? And then I've roped you into being EC or an ECD, an executive creative, non-exec director for Access for Effects. And you've got two kids. Yes. And you get to—I don't know how you get to go see these Marvel films. But how do you how do you strike that balance? What's your what's your what's the secret sauce for 
you giving to your I, family? I think it's, I think it's, oh, it's funny, we were just talking about this earlier, Tom, about delegation. Um, I'm one of the pe- one of those people who can run a business, but I still like to get involved with the creative work as well. Yeah. Um, but I've, there's a point that you have to step back because you've only got so many hours in the day, and mm. all of those days are kind of like divvied up into work or children or, or whatnot. So I think it's becoming really good at delegation and yeah. saying to people, okay, you can do this, you can do this, and you can do this, and then you know have an overarching view of what everyone else is doing. Mm. Because in terms of drop offs, drop offs and pickups for my kids, I do, I do all. Yeah, yeah. my husband works um, UX UI designer okay. um, in in Adland as we call it as well. So mm. his flexibility isn't nearly as much as much as mine. So mm. we have a saying that you know you find your tribe and your tribe, your tribe in your village to kind of help yeah. you. And basically, that's what I have to do. Yeah. Okay. And it works? It does, it does. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm not Clear always role. tired. I'm yeah. always tired. <laughs> I'm always tired. But it, it helps with your organisation and planning. And once yeah. you have children, you have to be really good at that. Absolutely. Yeah, point. really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is such a huge <laughs> behavioural yeah. competency that yeah. is celebrated across industry. Do, we get enough, do, do parents get enough props <laughs> for being these incredible project managers and yeah. balance family? And, I mean, oh my, 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 my son's yeah. five and a half and just the logistics of... Yeah. reception in year one and the amount of parent mails I get I mean I get, I've got 80 yeah. unread yeah. things at school trip yeah. I mean yeah. and, and balancing that and smashing it on the daily and you know we have one yeah. and I've just got the one kids I mean, yeah. how, and I love how they're unread because somebody has read them my, so my, my, was, right it was your partner wasn't it my, was my amazing wife yes my yeah. husband has not read half of them either and it's, yeah, yeah. it really is You're a, a huge um, ins- insane part I mean, of the job um, yeah Sorry, Elena. Just on that point, on when I um, was going back to work, um, and I was feeling a little bit unsure about the whole, the whole part-time thing because there really yeah. weren't very yeah. many people doing it. And somebody had said to me, "Well, you know, if uh, if uh, producers are offered a junior or a part-time person because they tend to be vaguely worth the same because mm. you get part-time wages, yeah, well, right, yeah. Um, they always pick the part-time mum because." Mm they're really efficient and really productive exactly. and they don't exactly. waste time and yeah. 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 I think that's why I get chosen quite a lot yeah. I know that sounds silly but people yeah. say they put my name because they know just get on with it yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> your experience probably more as well yeah. and just you know you're hard working you've got to get the work done in a shorter time probably yeah, exactly. work yeah. proper yeah. machine VFX yes. machines yeah. <laughs> it's, those, it's those soft skills that mm. come with being a mother isn't it yeah. you know, all that planning and time management and yeah. being able to communicate because if you communicate with your four year old you can communicate with everyone right. else. Right. Yeah. So as I'm yeah. Yeah. And you have good perspective on things, right. don't you? You, don't, you can always manage your stress better with Absolutely. your shots sometimes because yeah. you know it's not yeah. life and death. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could write a job description on it, couldn't you? I mean, yeah. dealing with yeah. kind of parent politics at the school gates and you know, dealing <laughs> with all the yeah. different personalities and you don't get me started. I, I often <laughs> find myself wondering what do mums who are completely unorganized do? Yeah. Like how do they manage that? Because I'm a project manager so yeah. for me it's, right. I have spreadsheets all over I and mean, when we decided to move here I had a massive spreadsheet of all the neighborhoods and all the housing prices and all the schools and you know and I think how would somebody who's not organized if they probably just wouldn't have done right they would have just stayed home but um, but yeah it, it is I, I, like I said it really is your other full-time job yeah yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. 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 yeah and it's always tra- like this week it's the last week of school yeah. so they're finishing early on Thursdays for assemblies they've got after school yeah. things Lovely. they've got 
discos to organise. Yeah, there's all these extra yeah. things on top of everything else. That and my, that's it. My little yeah. one starts school in September. Yeah. So oh, there's wow. that whole settling yeah. in, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. time shift yeah. thing. You have to just suddenly, like, completely prioritise that. Because yeah. September yeah. can be a Yeah, it's a big wobble. Yeah. Then that's when, with the ever changing goalposts of yeah. client yeah. demands and director demands and yeah. production demands. Mm. And you have to. I found. I mean, because I work full time, uh, and also like we were talking about the delegation, because mm. we moved here a year ago, so we don't have a village. We left our whole village in oh, San Francisco. Oh, wow. So I, you know, I, I had to couple together this. Oh, I'll hire a nanny for two hours at the end of every day to pick them up, and we'll do this and that, and you know, and the hours are sort of you're supposed to work till six or seven, and then go home. But then your kids have to go to bed. Mm. So <laughs> I, I finally have figured out how to you know work all the different hours of things. So I will leave. Um, I'll leave at more like five, but then I have a team in Vancouver, mm. some people in Montreal. So I end up doing evening calls after the kids go to bed. That's right. Right, okay. and then so that then I'll work for another hour or two after the kids have gone to bed. Yeah. I'll do Skype calls, yeah. and that's how I can. And then my lunch hours, I never go out. I just spend the whole time at the computer, ordering from Tesco for groceries, ordering the kids' school lunches, doing their yeah. all their stuff for summer school. You just you know, yeah, amazing. Yeah, because some people do come in early and leave early. Some people. Yeah. Yeah. I had a phase where I came in an hour late and stayed an hour late. Yeah. Mm. So I could do nursery and school drop-offs. Make it work. Wow. But then that changed, and a year later that changed, and then it's always it's always seems to be changing. So yeah, I used to get side eye when I used to um, leave uh, agencies. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. 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 And you did the awkward. Yeah. You do really. Almost everyone looks you on yeah. over explain yeah. to everyone. Yeah. I've actually been in. Since. Exactly. I'm just going to go pick them up on school. I'm not just doing a half day yeah. or, or whatnot. Not using my kids as a vehicle yeah. for exactly. having an afternoon off. Right? Exactly. And you knew those people giving you side eye were not parents because they don't they wouldn't understand. Yeah. They wouldn't get it. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's a lovely segue. It's like you've received the questions already. <laughs> um, a nice segue into my next question, which is: Do you think there's a uh, either a conscious or unconscious discrimination at play with parents? Because it's not something we talk about a lot. Mm. We talk about discrimination. We talk about traditional protected characteristics around ethnicity and race and and sexuality. But we often don't talk about kind of parental discrimination. It's not something that comes up. But do you think that goes on? A bit of a prickly question, mm. but worth having a conversation around. Definitely, yeah. But you know, the side eye thing, for example. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I had a really interesting conversation with a with a coach because I, I occasionally do it. Like when I, I remember getting the side eye thing when I came back from um, my son's nativity play because mm. I had I took a couple of hours in the morning. And I remember talking to a coach, not my own coach, but just a coach that I was considering hiring in my role in as L and D at the mill. And he told me he met with this um, client of his who's like on the board for visa and his wife's on the board for American Express and they've got two kids and they make it work and one of those kind of families and this guy said that he never apologises because wherever he's be that's where he's at so if he's at his mm. kids nativity play he doesn't apologise for it because right. he's meant to be there but equally if he's travelling the world you know if he's in LA he's meant to be there so it's, 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 it's a two way thing you know if he goes to his nativity play you don't come in and go sorry I'm late you go and you just get, get on with it mm. right you yeah. don't this thing where you don't not don't it's not a not, it's not a non-apology for the you know just to be an idiot about it. Mm. It's just about I'm not apologising for this because this is where I'm supposed to be. I haven't really put that very eloquently. No, it's, like, you know it's, what I mean? like, yeah, it's like he has dual priorities and they're both right. as equal as each other, and that's fine. Not that's what it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I think so. I did work once at a, a company that was much younger. I mean, it was all twenty, mostly twenty-something guys, and I remember somebody saying to me like, 
God, I wish I had a kid. So when you have a kid, you can just say, oh, I have to go pick up my kid from school. Yeah. And so you can just leave early, and I have oh, no excuse. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, because it's, 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 that's all it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so easy. Parenting okay. is the easiest all thing ever. All your days eating ice cream is hard. Yeah. People always say to me, oh, do you enjoy your days off? And you think, but they're not really they're days, not days off. off. Yeah. Yeah. I've just, I've still got lots yeah. to do. They're yeah. busier. I'd actually say quite often it's more relaxing at work. Especially when they're really young. It is, right? You know, when they are really little. And you're going to that was like, wow, I could go to the toilet. You go to the toilet by yourself. <laughs> 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 it's the first time you're in the stall all random. alone. Yeah. And like, Nobody's going to walk yes. in here and ask me a question. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that did used to get yeah. my back up, mm. definitely. When people you say your days off, they say, they're not really days off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't get paid for no, that. Well, and you're kind of like, if you don't see me here on Beer Fridays, ever. I yeah. have yet to do one Beer yeah. Friday yeah. Because, yeah. I, because I have to go home and take care yeah. of my family. Yeah. You know, what, did, so. what did you say to that? What did you say to that person? I would love to have been there. Just. Uh, you know, I just, I just kind of had to do that. Well, I think someday you'll You'll yeah. understand. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I think I think people don't understand. Again, it goes back to like parenting as a sliding scale of difficulty, which is it will always be the hardest you can possibly make it because you want the best for your children. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and but visual effects is like that too because you want yeah. that shot to be the best it can yeah. be. Yeah. So um, so you're always pushing yourself, and, and I think they just don't understand the duality. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah, right. I think yeah. that's that's a really hard thing to juggle because when you're in work. I always think, oh, if I only had another day, I yes. could get, I yes. could get so much yeah. more done. Definitely. It takes so long to get your head into yeah. the space. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday's just on top of you. And then yeah. you go home and you have to change your mind completely to like a kid's level, yes. just a totally different bit of the brain. And then by like Sunday, you're a little bit ready to go back to work because of that whole lovely <laughs> going to the loo by yourself thing. But also you're like, oh, I've just had, you know, I've been with them so long, I don't really want to go back in. And then yeah, you go back yeah, in, it's yeah. great. So it's kind of best of both worlds, but mm-hmm. it's hard to wrench out both That's at the right. same time. Yeah. And the guilt that comes with each yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Both sides, you know. right? So there's times when, um, for example, my son recently uh, broke his arm on the mm. monkey bars. Oh, yeah, oh, and was awful but he had to spend eight days at home with me so that was eight days unscheduled so I still I still had to do yes. the work and everything else yes. I had to do it from home and it came to a point where it was like my son's name is Avi I was like Avi play some games for just an hour and then an hour turned into two hours and it was yeah. like oh no yes. so then I, well, I, I had to start cancelling meetings I started cancelling meetings and saying look this is what's happened to my son I'll get back to you but then that came with a different sort of guilt because it's like I'd already committed to these meetings and these uh, jobs beforehand but I didn't know my son was going to break his arm, did I? Mm. So, you know, and, and sometimes, you, yeah, sometimes you get people go, oh, I'm really sorry, I understand. But then you have other people go, okay, all right, and you just try to wiggle your way out. This is like, no, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so a tough one. Parent guilt for me is uh, yeah. very real. Yeah. yeah. So do you feel you have to, on that, do you feel you have to prove yourself more? Like, you know, you want to give your best to the job. You obviously want to be the best parent you can be. You know, on the job, do you feel you have to prove yourself more? Do you think there's an extra level of expectation yes, on yes. your parents? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's continuous, isn't it? Because mm. you never work on the same project yeah. no. for, forever. So you're always yeah. you, a new team, a new production team, and you're always wanting to yeah. show that it can work. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to explain it every time. Go, it does work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I've done done less because I'm full time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my being a parent, like you wouldn't, if you watch me at work for a week. You may yeah. not yes. even know that I'm a parent, right? Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, occasionally you get that phone call, or you, you know, yeah. But but I think yeah, I think you guys have a bigger because you've 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 made that adjustment because that's your other job, and so then yeah, I would feel very defensive of that too. I think yeah, mm. definitely. 
Okay, so that's a resounding yes then. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, in terms of what studios can do, I mean, most of you guys are here from DNEG, and it's, a, it's great that DNEG support flexible working. Um, but what can the industry do better, do you think? I mean, I'm not saying any of the studios who aren't represented here <laughs> don't offer it, you know, but what, what can studio managers, heads of department, MDs, CEOs do better in this space? So, I mean, this is always a bit of a controversial one given the industry and the security, but like working from home mm-hmm. options would be so yes. yeah. useful. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, with client content. Yeah. It could be just, you know, documentation that you need to yeah. do, something that is pretty benign, but it's still work that needs doing. And if you could have a couple of hours every week where you could use that flexibility, that would be a huge mm-hmm. help. But I think studios are quite resistant to that because I think clients are very resistant to it because of security, which I completely yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Security, yeah. yeah. I think TV's meant to be easier, aren't there? There's some companies that are that are doing remote, yeah, remote work, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a few yeah. people that st- uh, it sort of seems to be quite a new thing. They're trying that out. Maybe I think for film, like I always yeah. thought when the technology got faster and faster, that would be an option, but it's it's getting tighter and tighter as the yeah. security, so I don't know. Well, because there's more and more ways for the information to leak. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like my, my husband works for Google, so he can work from home whenever. Mm. So whenever we have those odd events where it's not like the nativity play, but it's yeah. that, that, you know, like the last day of school, they're done at noon all of a sudden yeah. instead of 3.30. Yeah. So, I, so he has to take all those. Like it's just automatically him because yeah. he can work from home and go get them, bring yeah. them home, yeah. and then of course let them watch TV for four hours. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just have to let the PlayStation Four be a babysitter, and that's you just have yeah. to go. I'm not a bad parent, but that's this right. is something yeah. that has to happen. That's right. That's exactly right. Fucking needs must situation. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do to, to survive, right? Um, so the work from home thing. Why do you think, apart from the kind of the the, the information leakage or you know NDA type shows? You know, why do you think there's a resistance to kind of have people work from home in industry broadly? Do you think? I think it's the I think it's the stigma that comes along with that. You know, you're just going to roll out of bed in your PJs and you're not going <laughs> to get that much done. You know, it's a stereotype. Yeah, isn't it's it? a stereotype, I think. Yeah, and I, I, I think people don't realise the. I mean, the amount of time you save just on travelling alone yeah. oh, in yeah. the morning. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's, yeah. it's like because in London, huge. nobody can afford to live. Yeah, that's two hours that you could be working. Yeah. Exactly, but I think that's because obviously being from Adland, there's so that resistance to working from home, and it's yeah. like, well, you know, if we need you to come into a meeting and everything else, and I'm like, yeah, but we have all this technology now. Totally. Yeah, we have Skype, and and there's a new thing that people are doing now with um, co-working spaces, so you don't yeah. actually have to go to the office; you can go to equivalent co-working space and whatnot. So. I think over the years it's changed a bit, but that stereotype of yeah. you're not actually doing any work, I think still remains. And I think yeah. that's why people are resistant to it. Yeah. I, I think as well the infrastructure as well, because yeah. of the security and because of the, the complicated pipelines that we have. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of overhead in setting it all up. Yeah, I think especially for Jinx. Positive, yeah. Right? Yeah. Set that up at home would be yeah. quite a lot of money. So that's an immediate hit. Yes. The long-term yeah. view yes. is actually a huge cost saving. Yes. Do you think anybody who typically works from home you know, if you come into work and you do a typical nine to five, nine mm. to six in a perfect world, you're cramming it all in, or you know, yes. half day or yeah. part time, you're cramming it all in. Whereas actually, if you're at home, you know, I know for a fact that my, my wife does one day from home and she's logging on at six in the morning yeah. and doing a bit, and then she'll get the boy ready and take him to school, and then she'll do a bit, and then she'll do some, yeah. And it's almost kind of like a, a stretched out That's day, right. you're almost yeah. like more economic with your time. It's, it's a very blinkered view, mm. and I know it exists out there, I know there's a lot of stigma attached to it. Home working, I think we've got a bit of work to do there. Yeah, I think we will. 
So what other advice, apart from the, the homework, what else could we be doing better? Apart from kind of, you know, I agree the setup, it has a financial hit, but what else do you think? I think more job sharing, if I'm honest. I've yeah. met other people in Adland who yeah. do job sharing. Yeah, and it, it they share work, the same email and everything else. And it's so fluid and, and it works really, really well. And they just happen to be mothers as well. So I mm. think more of that. Um, and I think that's kind of like the in-between uh, going part-time and then working from home. You have the job share because yeah. you can still go into the um, office or the, or the studio, mm. but you still have enough time to you know work with your family. and Yeah, yeah that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and supporting people when they mm. first come back after having yes. kids. It's quite, your confidence can be really not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is hard. I think especially yeah. when you've had like a year off, yeah. you've yeah. twice. And it is quite daunting. Yeah, things move forward, don't they? Yeah, yeah there's always a big changes. So if you can have a kind of mentor, yes. I think they tried it, but not when I came back. Yeah, they didn't I know somebody I else who had a kind of mentor, <laughs> you could just ask all those stupid yeah. questions. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Just switch it on. I think yeah. each time, I think <laughs> I always had like a another friend close friend that I could message and ask something that I'd feel really quite embarrassed to ask mm. somebody yes. <laughs> to me a young guy that would just probably think why do you not know that but yeah. I'd have yeah. to ask someone like that that I knew who wouldn't just laugh at me going I can't yeah. remember it's been a year I can't remember how to do that yeah. I, think, you know, I think as well not just it's like the, you've, you've been out of the work for so long but your brain has just changed yes. Yes. Exactly. definitely exactly. and you've come back and yeah. when you worked before you had kids work was your focus yeah. and then you came back and you're like now work is my focus but also this other thing is my focus and that doesn't go away yeah. and yeah. learning to juggle them and you know that as you said earlier you almost feel like you're failing at one that that's just something you man- you learn to manage and it takes yeah. a really yeah, long time it does, to definitely. build that back up I think there's also I think there's like just building an awareness that like we're aware that there are mums and dads here and yeah. I mean again in the US I came back after three months right so when you come back after three months you're pumping three or four times a day um, which we won't go into the physicality of that but it's very demanding yeah. you're kind of unprepared for the fact that you have to stop and take a half an hour in another room and some workplaces don't have a room that's set aside that's you know that's controlled so I learned that room was also the room all the guys would take their cell phone calls in and stuff so wow. you'd be in there and some guy would be knocking trying to get in there and and, uh, and we finally got a group of us moms together that were like here's how we're going to handle the room here's mm-hmm. how we're going to you know and we'd all communicate on how we were dealing with you know all the different pressures and by the time the second kid came I just went to my boss and I said can I get an office with a lock and a curtain for the thing so I can just work at my desk and do this and not lose the time and, and I, I like I wish somebody had said to me you can do that with the first kid you can talk to your boss and say this is a very fit, real physical demand that I have yeah. and I need to be able to, to feel like I'm supported in this, yeah. you know, wow, that was a really interesting one. I went back the first time, and um, Dean and I were still on Shaftesbury Avenue in their tiny little office, yeah. and all the meeting rooms were glass, oh, and wow. so there was no lockable <laughs> yeah. anywhere. And, and they were really supportive because they knew that it was like part of yeah. coming back was that they had yeah. to provide a room where you can go and pump. And so they got one of the glass rooms, which was inside another room, which had loads of artists in it, and they covered the glass in like paper. <laughs> and then you had to, I had to turn the light off because otherwise there'd be a weird silhouette. <laughs> just go in there, oh, through all the artists, yeah, go in, close right. the door, check up against the door, and like just get oh, on with God. it and pretend it wasn't happening. Oh, no. But they were really, they were yeah. still like, I yes. hope it's okay, it's the best we can do. But then they were planning the new building, yes. mm. and there was loads of input into what people wanted. And it was like <laughs> this whole big thing. Don't worry, there's going to be a collection of lockable rooms. <laughs> I had an artist walked in on me once, oh, when oh, I was, and I was like, uh, I'm fine because you know, yeah. you kind of get over it, but he was scarred for life. There's something in there about just taking control, and like you said, like you said, Chris, you need know, you, 
this is happening. This this is life. This is mm-hmm. needs to happen. And having the there's almost a bravery just to say like it is, right? And just yeah, yeah. get it done. Otherwise, because the, the alternative is just well, yeah. all that, all those all those years of experience yeah. just they just count for nothing. They just don't yeah. get used. And then back you know, back to the I point mean, I think Alice you mentioned at the start about you know where the old mums go typically. And I know yes. from experience that a lot of we lose a lot of talent yeah, because too. there's a yeah. stigma with flexible work. And yeah, I'll apply, but. You know, the business will just go through the motions and reject it, and I'll have to, I'll have to leave. And you know, that's why returnships are such a big thing now, mm-hmm. where there's so much talent out there. You know, it, you know, very experienced producers and VFX artists, motion graphics people who are out of work. It's it's really sad, mm. and it's uh, you know, it's encouraging hearing these conversations around the table for sure. I think we need more of these conversations. I think. Yeah, I've got a feeling this could be a series. You could start splitting into the age groups of the children, and like, yeah. Yeah. My, my early problems were, you know, the calls with the um, the fevers or the injuries, yeah. and now oh, my yeah. children can text from their iPads, yeah. so wow. I'll get texts in the middle of meetings. Um, you know, Flynn has been hitting me with his iPad. Can yeah. I take it away from him? Yeah. I'm in a meeting. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Just like, yes. it's yeah. a yes. It's a context switching of yeah. like people are like, do you need to go? I'm like, ah. Uh, no, I, no. <laughs> yeah. So you guys mentioned support and mentoring, and you know, in an ideal world, you'd have these great mentors you can check in with and ask all those silly questions, supposed silly questions, or that feel silly to you yeah. anyway. You know, what what do you do to keep you sane? You know, what what do you guys do that that grounds you and keeps you level? Because, like we've talked about on this episode, is there's managing a family, managing a job, delivering in every you know, every corner of your lives. Mm-hmm. How do you stay grounded and deeply rooted in reality what keeps you I saying I think I've realised now I just can't do everything I have to say no to yeah. things <laughs> yeah. I think that's come through age as well but yeah. I think when I was younger I probably did try to do everything mm. or too much and then yeah. you just realise you can't you physically can't. mentally do it really yeah. mm. and you do have to say no to things yeah. and it is yeah. like probably the social thing goes out mm. and then you do less of that so yeah yeah, and that's just, empowering. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm not coming. Yeah, and there's a good reason why. Yeah, <laughs> I think with me, it's it's always carving out time for myself. Yeah, you mentioned about the Marvel movies. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's your guess. Like every Friday morning, yeah. I drop the kids off at school, and I find a cinema. I just find a film to watch. Yeah, where I completely oh, switch off for like three hours. I, I, I go see a West End show every Thursday night. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. reason I moved here. So oh, self care. It's just that time where you're not thinking about working. You're not thinking about kids. Yeah. and you're just zoned into what Doctor Strange or Iron Man is doing. <laughs> yes. and that's it. it just for me it just keeps me saying yeah, it yeah. really does and then I can go back again and nice. say Back again. But you've yeah. got to figure out, like, I've only got, you know, two hours to yes. fill my yeah. bucket. Like, what is going to really yes. maximise? <laughs> it's going to be meaningful, right? And keep me sane, right. exactly. And yeah. then, you know, you can go back, recharge. Yeah. Before it was sleep, but as the kids got older, yeah. the kids got oh, older, yeah. I was like, I can, I can actually do yeah. stuff now. Yeah. Where are you, Elaine? What's your... I think there's probably two things for me. So I run a lot. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. And before kids, I would have, like, you know, my earphones in. And now I literally just leave whenever I can. <laughs> no earphones. She's yeah. runs out of the It's just taking the window before they leave and the other thing is that I just have a messy house I used to be you know I wanted to have a vaguely in control house like, yes. the idea <laughs> now is a bottom of the list yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just own that yeah. 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 yeah one of the things I was going to say is you know you're talking about being judged at work so yeah. there's a whole other world you get judged as a mum by other mums yeah. right? yeah. yeah. at school a lot of side eye like oh you don't pack a lunch for your kid or oh mm. you're late to the disco oh you're you know yeah. and so you've got to deal with that and I remember before I left San Francisco I just everything I took super personally 
personally. Right, right. And here, I, f I fail so often. It's great. Like, <laughs> Halloween, oh, nobody does that. Book day, everybody does that. <laughs> Whoops, didn't know. <laughs> so I can play the American mum card. I can yeah. sort of like, didn't know. Can't judge me. I'm American. <laughs> but it's super freeing. And I found me like, you know, even when I, yeah. if I go back to the US, I don't have to be a perfect mum. I can yeah. just, it's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. There's no so rules, right? No rules. Right. No. Yeah. Some people think they are, but yeah. yeah. Absolutely. What about you guys? Um, well, I used to hate running until I had kids. I just got so boring. And then after I had kids, it was like my favourite thing. I just <laughs> be able to listen to my music mm -hmm. yeah. and could just go whenever it sort of suited me. Yeah, it's just your um, own space. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I haven't been able to do... I, I just started running again, but I hurt my hip after I had Max Bergen. <laughs> yeah. I all these aches and pains mm -hmm. after having all your kids. So um, I find it really hard to to carve out time for myself. I think because Max yeah. is, my youngest is so young, yeah. Yeah. and Rosa, my oldest, goes to bed so late because she's almost 12, mm. and he gets up early, you just don't have much time. Mm. So I'm trying at the moment to try I, and... I run at lunch, so I make sure that... Maximize. One, 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 yeah. yeah. if I'm lucky, of the lunch times in the week, which is only three, they're like my hours. Yeah. That yeah. I get one run in, and then at least psychologically, I feel like I've had a run. Yeah. Even if it's yeah. only been 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. It makes a difference, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm kind of. I mean, I think yoga or something like that is yeah, really good as well. Just something that's not getting your yeah. heart up while you're trying yeah. it. Yeah. And I think my kids so. are starting to get that bit older where I have even started to leave them. You know, just go, actually, they are starting to get to an age where they are a bit older. I can leave them for a little yeah. bit. Mm -hmm. But then there's other stresses that come with yeah. them being older. And yeah, it never exactly. changes, really. Yeah. yeah. I know. And she's almost, she can almost babysit in a couple of years, yes. my oldest. I'm yeah. like hanging out for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, she's, yeah, she's 13 and a half. And, wow. yeah. yeah, at the it's moment, we're in the tunnel of. Yeah, she just steals my clothes now. So to start to kind of uh, wrap up this episode, so again, thank you for giving up your, your time, guys. I know it's super busy back at the ranch, uh, your respective ranches. Um, I want to just finish with maybe a, bear in mind this is a podcast and we've, we've got a, a decent sized listenership now. There are going to be listeners here who are either are mums in industry, they might not be in industry, they might be thinking about starting a family, people who are pregnant, about to have their first kids. Um, or not pregnant, might be adopting, whatever, right? Whatever the situation. And what kind of parting words could we give our listeners, you know, about somebody in industry or thinking about getting into this industry? What would be just a final kind of Jerry Springer's final thought before we kind of wrap up the <laughs> podcast? Any thoughts? Don't worry. Like, it's, it's fine. It, yeah. People do it. Yeah. And people adapt, um, right? Survive. And, you know, it's like we've all been doing it for quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I think I prefer this. To, to when I was just working full time because yeah. now I feel like I have two two great things yeah, going yeah. I do enjoy juggling both yeah it's the best of both worlds really yeah. that you can be a mum and be a working mum as well yeah, yeah. yeah. so good. maybe just ask just yeah just yeah. talk to whoever you need to talk to yeah and I think be patient with yourself as well because yeah. like most of us when before we had children we were very much like going oh I can do everything yeah. and that's one of the most difficult things for me to let go of when I had children it's like I can't do any, everything just like you were saying yeah. so just be a bit patient with yourself and know that this is a transition and you're changing now yeah. and that it comes with different skills and you know, different experiences yeah absolutely yeah yeah I think um, I think yes forgive yourself mm. like I said you're not a perfect mom you're not a perfect you know effects artist mm -hmm. um, and like I said when what, the times when I've tried to be perfect 
in either one of those, I found that instead I'm being mediocre at both. Exactly. Um, so you just really have to forgive yourself and kind of go, this is what I can do right now. And like you said, don't be afraid to ask. Ask for that curtain on your office. Ask to work the, you know, a couple of days less. Ask for whatever it is, even after you've had your first child, mm. um, because that's the reality of your life mm. now. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant, guys. Well, and it's, it's the best job in the world, right, being a parent. It I is. mean, you've kind of got the best job, you know, if you want to think about career highs. It's the best and the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happiest and I'm trying to finish on a high note. <laughs> uh, well, um, it is paid yeah, in love. Yeah. They yeah. say that, right? It is paid in love. So that is, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but guys, thank you so, so much for giving up your time. So a big thank you to Alice, Elaine, Judy, Chris, and Nene. No worries. And yeah, keep doing your thing. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, guys. There we go. End of another Access VFX podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. To find out more about what we discussed, our mentoring program and events we're at, then head over to our website at www.accessvfx.org and follow us on social media. Big thank you for listening and until next time, bye.